0: welcome everyone i'm Shaylin smith
1: and i'm aubrey byer
0: and you're listening to the, the resolute.
1: resolute we did a way better job on the intro yeah this time i almost uh <laughs> said watching though
0: which like my brain was like wait that and
1: maybe is it's because right? we're both watching
0: each yeah. other right now. yeah we just like to let you know that the whole time we're recording we just stare into is. each other's eyes <laughs>
1: That's sometimes not true, we do. Sometimes
0: <laughs> it's like a normal
1: conversation way, it not is. a weird, like creepy murder I, I feel weird if I'm not looking at you because it is a conversation. Yeah, you know exactly. Yeah. So even when I have to look at my notes, sometimes I'm like, I feel like dark.
0: It's like yeah, like when you're doing, <laughs> you learn about presentations in school,
1: and they teach you to like, you know, kind of glance at yeah. your notes. <laughs> don't you know? So I don't even like talking to people with sunglasses on. Yeah. Because I feel I like wear... I feel like they can't see my eyes, and then I'll like lift them up, and then I'm like, but I can't that see is anymore. So funny.
0: <laughs> see, I used to wear my sunglasses so that people couldn't look at
1: eyes. <laughs> next time, I'll just wear sunglasses. The that whole time. is so funny. Oh my gosh, we'll just both wear them next time. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh well. What well, episode are we on here?
1: We are on part three of the Donner Party, mm. and strap in buckle up up. (laughs) y'all um i'll do just a little warning at the beginning of this one there's parts that are hard to listen to and this does involve people consuming people so um i know that's not for everybody yeah and you can just not listen if you don't want to but yeah it's hard to hear and it's just oh terrible yeah the whole story is terrible Um, but there are people that survived and human perseverance is just incredible. The will to survive and the lengths that the human, the human body is capable of going to. Yeah. Is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's
1: incredible. Yeah. Truly. All right. So we'll just dive right in. All right. So, um. At this point they are now have been snowbound for one and a half months.
0: Oh my god. And
1: they are beyond desperate. So a group sets out, seventeen people set out, and they make their own snowshoes out of wood from the wagons, and they would cut the raw the hides into strips and weave it into the snowshoes. Um some of them might have packed snowshoes i'm assuming you know like maybe yeah. i don't know maybe some of the wealthier wagon wagon owners so on december 16th a uh, group the 17 set group out or 17 group set out and they're they're known as the forlorn hope oh <laughs> my gosh kind of uh. tells everything is in the name yeah um this group includes charles stanton who He went because he'd already made the trek twice now. He went surging on ahead to get supplies. He's now come back with the supplies. And he's heading back out in the middle of these awful, awful conditions. And um, to try to help, too. The youngest person in this group was 12 years old and the oldest being 57. And they left their families behind to try to bring back any sort of aid. Yeah. Because you can't, they couldn't all go. I mean, you have all those kids and there's no way they're going to make it, you know? So um, three of them didn't have snowshoes, but they tried to go anyway. And two of them had to turn back because it was impossible. And then one of the third one, I guess they made some makeshift snowshoes. I don't, I don't know out of what. And um. so now there's 15 of them. And have you ever walked in snowshoes before?
0: I haven't. Christian has.
1: <laughs> I haven't either. But, and I know they have like new ones, but I still only imagine those like basket-shaped But like yeah, yeah. look like a tennis racket.
0: Yeah, they look like a tennis racket.
1: But um, from what I understand is like when you're walking, the snow is getting compacted up into it. And so it's, you know, gives you a wider surface area. So you're not just sinking
0: yeah. knee deep into like the snow. weight distribution. Yeah.
1: But yeah. then every time you lift it up, it's clogged with snow too. Mm. And so it's, they're getting heavier and heavier and you're walking through snow. That's like you said earlier, isn't compacted. It's just, so you're trying, everyone is trying to step in this feet pattern of the person before them But there's a 12-year-old, so you know her stride's not going to be as long. And then it's just getting harder and harder with every single step. So um, eventually, it takes them so long, but they make it a 1,000 feet above the lake. So they can see the lake, and they're kind of towards like the top of the pass. And they just cannot move on. They get this huge blizzard starts up and the winds are so extreme and the snow is so extreme they physically can't even move on that all they had was blankets to try to protect themselves they didn't have you know they didn't have shelter yeah. prepared they didn't have anything um stanton ends up going snowblind, which I looked into and it's the light glaring off of the surface of the snow can cause you to go like temporarily blind and wow. it's the uv it's like too much ultraviolet right. light and you can you can recover from it but it's like a sunburn on your eyeballs oh my gosh i know
0: oh my gosh okay
1: wow i know um so from the summit, it was supposed to take 10 days to get down to um, the fort. Mm. and they realized there's no way. And they had set out thinking with that 10 day mark in mind. they, they knew I mean, obviously you know it's going to take a little longer right because of the conditions, but they're realizing there's just they can't. Um, at this point, they can't go back because they don't have enough food to even make it back from where they came and if they go back who's gonna rescue them yeah no one right so well that's how they're feeling yeah um so this is where again i just the fact that stanton is out there with them is amazing to me because he didn't have any family in the group right he had no specific obligation to even come back to begin with but clearly, he just cared about these people and just did. I mean, he ends up doing everything he can to help them. And here he is on another expedition to try to help them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so five days after heading out, William Stanton was last seen sitting with his back, leaned against a tree. He lit his pipe and he said that he'd follow them shortly. He just needed a rest and they never saw him again. Oh, man. Oh, and he clearly gosh. knew.
0: Yeah, but he
1: was snow. He was blind. He couldn't see where he was going. He he knew that he was holding them back, right? And they think that's why he just sent them on ahead without him. Wow. Oh, it's so sad. So, um, at- to be able to withstand the blizzard surrounding them, farther on, um, they make like a circle. They sit down in the snow with their feet together and they make like this circle and they put their blankets around, like up and over and used, this is like how they sheltered whenever they needed to shelter to sleep or um, day and night. They would use rocks to hold down the outer edges. And so it kind of makes, reminds me of like when you're a kid and you do like the,
0: like the parachute, the parachute. Yeah. Yeah,
1: You like lift it up and then you like go (laughs) under it. You're like, oh, it's so exciting. So that was the only way. That they were even able to keep body warmth in. They wow. couldn't start any fire. Right. And they have no food. They started taking apart their snowshoes and eating the um, ox hide. Wow. It's very perilous. It's It's so scary. So at this point is when they start considering eating a person. <laughs> Warning. They're
0: considering it. It's Nobody's dead though for them to eat. So not yet. Not yet. They're just gonna Ugh. wait or
1: Ugh.
0: murder. Ugh.
1: So that's the dilemma. They talk about drawing straws. Oh my first gosh! They, they first they see ask for a volunteer, which nobody volunteers. And think of this poor twelve-year-old child 12-year-old sitting, like sitting the 12-year-old there going like, "Please don't eat." Me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm the weakest of you all. Please don't eat me.
1: Oh, my gosh. I know. It's, it's, this is this is awful. I don't go into, like, gruesome detail, but it is hard to hear. So I understand, you know, just warning for everybody out there. Yeah. Um, so another thing they considered was, like, drawing straws. Like I said, whoever gets the short straw is the man of the hour or woman of the hour. Another thought was to do a duel. And then... Who, whoever died from the duel and then it wasn't like really choosing in a way um instead they are realizing they're all in awful condition so they just trek on and wait for someone's body to give out and that's exactly what they do so um the day after christmas um there's 11 people left of the 15 and um They started, or sorry, so this is when they, one of their companions that had died, they do resort to cutting his flesh away and consuming his body. And the accounts of this, they're just weeping as they're consuming this and nobody's making eye contact because it's so disgraceful. And I just, it's so easy... For me, so yeah, the, the part we didn't record on the last episode was our conversation after. And I, my body actually gagged at the thought of ever being in this situation. In reading this, it's really hard to hear, but I understand that desperation and I never want to be in that position. And I, I don't know what I would do yeah. if you have family that's relying on you to bring back rescue it's so it's just the worst yeah, yeah it's the worst like your body morality position to be put into yeah
0: your brain is either gonna give
1: up or mm-hmm. do anything it needs to survive mm-hmm. so yeah Jeez. so there were the two native american guides that were with them refused to eat any part um they take parts of this with them of the food the food i'll just call it the food with them as they continue on and on january 1st there's now only 10 members remaining so at this point their feet are bloody and completely frostbitten Mm. one of the girls um in their party they had the weather must have been clear because they were able to make a fire her feet she had fallen asleep and her feet had fallen into the fire and she didn't even know. Oh,
0: <laughs> that's terrible. You, isn't
1: that unbelievable?
0: She's gonna like stump around. Like, how I is she
1: gonna? She couldn't feel them. So, even she couldn't even feel them burning. So, she just continued on with these feet that are just. Oh, like I thought you meant like
0: they fell off of her body. Oh, no. <laughs> I got you. That's also terrible. They just perplunk. But that's a little bit better than what I was... <laughs> I guess. I don't know. Like, the once you warm up, those feet are going to be gone, I'm oh. sure. But that is a devastation. I know. That is terrible. And it
1: tells you, like, how awful, you know? Gosh. So, um, William Foster is the name of the man who he ends up murdering both of the Native Americans for food yeah it's terrible. That's terrible and later on the added like he people didn't blame him when when quote unquote civilization finds out about this people didn't blame him because the attitude towards Native Americans at the time the sentiment, was that they were, you know, subhuman. Wow. And so that was acceptable to them. That was
0: fine. That's what they're there for, right? Unbelievable. That's sick, dude. And
1: that's the part, I mean, I can imagine, um, it just sounds way better to, okay, here's a thought. This is what I was thinking of this morning. Organ donors. Right. I'm an organ donor. Yeah. I don't need my body when I'm dead. So if my heart was beating in somebody else's chest, so that they could live on, is that a form of cannibalism in a weird way? <laughs> okay. For survival, right? I mean, they're not consuming it, but they're using yeah a, my body to survive. Right? Yeah. Like there seems there's like a huge difference in my mind to like they're, actively killing someone. Exactly, and that's the part. That's why I think. I mean, it still makes me nauseous, but I think. If somebody had passed away and you were in that sort of desperation, I can imagine yeah. doing that to survive and to for your family to survive. Yeah. Ugh. Like, okay, I just have to say, though, like, these,
0: they haven't been out there, I feel like, like, think about when you go grocery shopping, how much meat do you buy in a given week for your family? <laughs> I don't know. It just seems like a lot like, of, like, you're... You're eating a lot of people right now, buddy. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Because like, it's like, how many, is that like five people that have been cannibalized at this point?
1: At well, point? I th- I think the first ones, they hadn't. Okay. I think it was number 11.
0: Okay. Okay. But I don't know. It I know. It still seems I like. I know.
1: Like, that's a lot of a food. Lot.
0: When, you, when we think of other survival stories that we've heard. And they're getting by by eating, you know, like a mouse tail and a sip of urine. <laughs> oh gosh! Ugh. So it's just like,
1: well, I think too. Ugh. It's just they were already starving when they yeah. were got here. Yeah, you know, so many of them were already starving before the snow set in. Yeah, ugh, I don't
0: know. But gosh. That's just I, don't I know. know that's. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we don't know.
1: But dang, just dang, that's all dang. I can say. So, um. Eventually, they, uh, January 17th, the journey that should have taken 10 days took 33. Goodness gracious. And seven of the members are left. William Eddy surges on. He's like the only one capable of continuing on. And he makes it down to a Native American tribe. And they take him to the nearest settlers. And they are able to retrace his steps because even though a lot of his steps had been snowed over, they could see his bloody footprints underneath. Oh, my Isn't gosh. not that awful? Yeah. So they find the rest of the party and they're all rescued, the rest of the six. Wow. So meanwhile, back at the lake camp, um, they are also starving, as we know. And they've resorted to eating, they would strip, they would cut the ox hides that they had into strips. And then they would boil it to try to make it digestible. And then they would drink the water that they were boiling too, because it would turn into kind of this like gelatinous. Like a
0: weird broth or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And then they did the same thing with animal bones. They would boil them and reboil them to strip out any sort of nutrition. And um, they would chew the bones which had been boiled so many times that they would just crumble in their mouths at that point they would char the bones sometimes and eat them Um, they the children like they had laid down on the ground because it was just a dirt floor they had put an oxide carpet down and the kids were peeling off pieces of that and roasting it in a fire and eating it I, I mean the Saving grace is the fact that they were able to have a fire, because the forlorn hope group that went off on foot they couldn't even muster a fire. So at least in yeah these shelters, that was like one thing, like being somewhat warm ish was a a benefit. Yeah. Yeah, and you know, with snow, like igloos and things like that, it actually can insulate. Right which sounds so backwards, but it can. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. they have that benefit. Um, they would eat any mouse that wandered into the cabin, um, which obviously, you know, you're going to... As the weather started to clear a little bit, the snow was still high, but um, when the weather finally was clear enough, to w- a couple of them went down to... W- trekked all the way down to the Donner encampment. And so there they had discovered that Jacob Donner and three of his hired men had passed away. Gosh. I know. Um, George's hand that he sliced was horribly infected, and he couldn't help anybody with anything. Like, he was debilitated. Wow. Margaret and Virginia Reed, along with uh, two others, searched for food after... um, I think this is back at the Reed camp. So that was the Donner camp. Back at the late camp, Margaret and Virginia Reed, they go out searching for food. This is kind of the first time somebody's left the encampment to try to get some sort of supplies. And imagine a mountaintop covered in snow. There's nothing. But they go out searching for food, and they find pine cones that they bring back because their children are the children are starving. Yeah. And um, when your child is in pain you you just wish you had this magical ability to absorb it and deal with it yourself like there is I hate when my children are in pain and it just oh I can't imagine going through what these women went through as as mothers yeah and just watching their children suffer this way it's so awful so at this point they start they have nothing they start tearing apart the roof of the cabin and um, they were eating the cabin roofs now, but they moved in with the breens. So now instead of the three cabins, they're only occupying two because they have to eat the roof. Wow. This is horrendous, but I also understand the desperation, but Margaret Reed had earlier begged the Graves family For three oxen and she would pay double. And he now comes to collect on that debt. And he takes the only hides that she has, her only food source, and brings it back to his cabin. What? (laughs) Isn't that I have words? I get it. I'm not gonna say I I know know. (laughs) it's so I'm it's
0: despicable.
1: It's despicable. And But then you're I don't know what I would... I mean, what if your own family is starving? What do you do?
0: But, I mean, he had other
1: oxen, right? Probably not at this point. Yeah, maybe he already used them all up, but I don't know. I don't know. I think people just... I think people reach a point of crazed hysteria. Yeah. Yeah. And they do things that are just unimaginable. And so you want to hate the guy, but then it's also... It, and it is awful. Yeah. But you're also like. But you're like, if I, I, I was in that know. position, I'd know. be pretty cutthroat.
0: I'd be like, see you later, <sighs> Margaret. I'll catch you on the <laughs> flip side. <laughs> like, you know.
1: Bon appetit. You about to meet your maker, Margaret. Oh <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> oh. So now they have nothing. Yeah. So now um, the forlorn hope has made it down to the encampment at last or to the fort Wow and they are in awful awful condition when they were found by that um, when they had found that Native American settlement there was a young Native girl there that started crying when she saw them because they looked awful um, when she saw Eddie and that just tells you like the condition so the first attempt to find the party failed they couldn't find the path i mean again it's still the snow hasn't changed um they're just trying to send people in after them so but the first failed attempt and they ended up finding a, another couple that had at some point been left behind by whatever group that they had been with, it wasn't the Donner Reed it was party. Just totally a separate, a totally separate couple that were nearly world? starved to death, what the and heck? they rescued them. Wow, I know. And it's like how many other people were just wandering that had been left behind. Right, there yeah. must have been so many that we don't even know about. Yeah. you Yeah, know? no, that's a really good point. Oh,
0: yeah, because if you get hot all the way there, but hope your wagon breaks down and you're in the mountains. Good luck to you. Yeah, when
1: they left that old man behind, right. and they
0: just yeah like there's so many reasons that you would get left behind that's just terrible it's incredible that so many people wanted to make this journey honestly
1: i know i know so february 4th so they've been here since end of october wow february 4th another rescue party sets out from sacramento valley and this includes William Eddy. He, that is how desperate he wants to go get back to his family. Aww. So he sets out with them, but he's in bad condition himself. Right. And he can only go so far. So he ends up staying at, um, it's called Bear Valley. And they have like some supplies there. It's kind of, it doesn't sound super well established, but there's assistance yeah. and food. Yeah. So um, bad weather caused several delays the rain was caused like the rivers to swell and really slowed down their progress. And at this point, three of the 10 people in the party turned back because already this short way in, they're like, I'm out. <laughs> this is, this is too much, you know? So seven people surged onward. Um, when they first, fu- so they follow Eddie's very specific instructions to get back to the camp, which tells me a lot too, When he came down off the mountain, he took great care to note exactly how to get back. He was very desperate to rescue everyone, but his family especially. And when they get there, at first, the rescue crews are looking around. They see the lake, but they were told that there was three cabins there, and there's nothing. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing. So they start shouting... And this woman pops her head out of a hole in the snow. What? The cabins were covered in over 15 feet of snow. Oh, my gosh. Are you kidding me? So think about that. You're even to try to go get help or try to. When those women went out looking for pine cones, they're crawling through a 15 foot hole of snow in the top of their cabin, that is to get out
0: ridiculous. I know,
1: wow, fifteen feet in total. It had snowed twenty-two feet. Are you kidding me? From when they first arrived at the lake, wow, it's unbelievable. Wow, <laughs> I, can't, I, I know can't even. it's it's like ugh. so. Um, Mrs. Murphy is who popped her head through the hole and was summoning them over and she was absolutely emaciated at this point um, they had found 13 dead bodies around the cabins that had been loosely buried gosh because they just couldn't yeah. I mean you don't even have the energy yeah. you're just trying to probably get them out of yeah the cabin Um, they gave the survivors tiny tiny portions of food not wanting to overwhelm their constitutions and cause more you know because you can your body can cramp up and you could potentially die from just eating you know um roofs were rotting and the smell was said to just be absolutely overwhelming inside can you imagine having to climb not even knowing what you're gonna see when you get down there as one of the rescuers and climbing down that hole into the cabin oh so three of the rescuers went on to the Donner encampment. And um, on this expedition, four children and three oh th- when they got there, they found four children and three surviving adults. George Donner being one of them. But his arm was so gangrenous that he couldn't move. So he they sent on other people to be rescued in they couldn't take everybody back yeah in that they were sending several groups to or several rescue missions in this one 23 people were chosen to be taken back on the first rescue which um left 21 people at the truckee lake and 12 people at the donner encampment wow so that's how many people are left
0: that's like barely any people it's man. almost
1: it's a little more than half at this point wow um two of the reed kids started off with them but were too weak and couldn't cross the snow drifts mm. and poor margaret reed was going with her, it was supposed to be her and all of her children and so she was torn between continuing on with her two older children or staying back with her two younger children and she decided to go forward with her two older children i can't imagine making this choice yeah with her two older children and um had you know begged for someone to care for the two younger children so one of the rescuers brings the younger two children back because they had already started on their journey Mm. and when they get back the brains refuse to let the kids into their are you kidding me room wow or their cabin but their rescuer gives them more food and they finally comply wow like okay that it's one thing to like Want put your own family first, but to refuse a child, a dying child, a helpless. Oh my yeah. gosh! Unbelievable. Oh man, that makes me sick. Oh. I know. Um, so when when they're going up into these rescue missions, they would put aside. It's called like a food cache, so you would like hide. You like bury it. Bury right? it, yeah. yeah. And the food cache that they had set that they had buried had been broken into by animals. And so of course. they, I know it's everything against these people. Um, so they went four days with no food at all, and um, one of the people of the party passed away, and then shortly after that, another, the little baby Ada, I think she was the baby that was born. She passes away. Oh man! So, and she, it's so sad because she survived this whole time. Wow! And then can't survive the rescue it's so sad um the children were so hungry they were eating the leather fringe from the rescuer's pants i know doesn't that just so sad Ugh. um as they're getting so uh as they get into the fort margaret hears her husband's voice james reed Who, I mean, it's been... Because he was banished. So she hasn't seen him since he's been banished. And she just melts to the ground. And that part was like, oh, my gosh. Um, William Hood, uh, that was Jacob Donner's stepson, when he gets to the fort, is so ravenous, he ends up engorging himself to death. Isn't that so sad? That's
0: terrible. (sighs) That's so terrible.
1: Gosh, it's just... I, the pain of eating for the first like actual food for the first time must have been excruciating. Yeah, but then you need it too. Yeah. Ugh. So the second rescue, they take off on March first. So it's almost spring at this point. Wow. And um, surprisingly, nobody at the lake at the lake encampment had died during yeah. that time. I don't know how. I, I mean, they had brought provisions. The rescuers right. had brought provisions, but nobody somehow had passed away. Um, James Reed had con- had come on this expedition, and he finally gets to see his two younger children alive. And Oh, oh my gosh.
0: I can't imagine.
1: I, I cannot know. imagine. I know. Um, the Murphy cabin, though, is in dire straits. Mrs. Murphy has lost it she's almost blind and her mind had completely deteriorated at this point the kids were just filthy and listless and just they were all but dead um keysburg i hate that guy man um he was just like laying on the ground immobile and uh in patrick breen's diary that he kept He said that Mrs. Murphy came to him at the end of February, so before this rescue, right before, probably the week before, and um, saying that they might eat one of the Teamsters, which is one of the people that drives your cattle. A human being, just to be clear, um, that was staying in her cabin named Milt Elliott. And when the rescuers came upon her cabin, in the surrounding snow, they found his mutilated body. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. So the rescuers, um, some of them moved on to the Donner encampment to check on them. Because, again, they're about a thousand feet uh, down the mountain, farther away. And um, when they arrived there, they saw a man standing there walking around holding a human leg. When what? he saw when he saw the people, he quickly dropped it into a hole, where they found the dismembered body of Jacob Donner.
0: Oh my god! So Jacob
1: had died of, you know, um, exposure and things like that. But then ugh, it's just so so disturbing. Um, Elizabeth Donner hadn't eaten anything, so she was like completely emaciated. But her children were doing surprisingly okay. So I'll just let you rest with that. Ugh. Ugh. Tamsin and George Donner were still alive, but George's infection was all the way up to his shoulder. So this was from a slice on his hand. Yikes. So blood poisoning is yeah. what I'm thinking. Um, so um, during this rescue, they were able to save 17 of the migrants. Shortly after this, a violent blizzard came upon the rest the rescued or rescuing party and the migrants being rescued and little five-year-old Isaac Donner um froze to death
0: oh
1: gosh it's just they can't catch a break you know um the Breen and Graves families couldn't go on so they during the rescue just stop and the rescuers go on without them some members of the Graves family passed away before being rescued, um, and then John Stark, he was one of the rescuers. He refuses to leave the graves and Breen kids behind, and so one by one, he stays back and takes them down the mountain pass, one child at a time. Like he would bring, he would bring, pick up, carry one of the children to, let's say, this tree over here, set them down, walk back up, one. one he did this back and forth all the way down wow so incredible a third rescue mission was sent on march 14th and eddie is finally like recovered enough to go on this expedition and he hasn't seen his family he hasn't heard anything you know he wants to see his children and he arrives at truckee lake to discover that all of his children were dead.
0: Oh my gosh.
1: And he made this trek back up to oh. So Kiesberg confesses to consuming one of them. Oh <gasps> yeah.
0: kill that man immediately. He like. also wanted to kill yeah. that man.
1: Um Golly. five people were rescued this time, but Kiesberg refuses to leave. What? What? Yeah. What? He was found a month later because they went, this was the final rescue mission, but they sent other people back up to, um, cause only five, they only took five people back cause there wasn't very many left. And, but they sent people back up in April to retrieve just supplies, whatever else they c- could find, you know, and Keysberg was found there alive and he had human remains in a pot what a sicko yeah what a sicko. and he claimed that mrs donner had died of cold because remember Tamson donner was still alive um george donner had did pass away from his wound um but then they found george donner's pistol and over 250 of their gold of the donner's gold as well as a cash of 273 dollars that Kiesberg had said she asked him to store away for her children. So wow. thoughtful.
0: Wow, that guy's a sicko. He's
1: disgusting. Like I knew it right off. Like of he. Yeah, me too. Like right he, off. Of that. Yeah. Wow. I know. I, that's just like. Mm, yeah. So messed up. Yeah,
0: he wanted to do weird things. Yes,
1: like you don't come down to be rescued. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Why would so you gross. do that? So like, creepy. It's so weird. Yeah. I know. So in the aftermath. I'll just kind of go through a couple of the families in the aftermath because um, there's, you know, plenty more information out there. But 87 people entered the Wasatch Mountains and 48 survived. Gosh. Wow. The Reed and Breen families remained fully intact. Wow. Amazingly. Yeah. Yeah. The Donner children and Graves children were orphaned, Mm. and William Eddy lost his entire family. Oh, my gosh. I know. Oh, so sad. Uh, Mary Graves got married. I think she was one of the Graves children. And her husband, shortly after she got married, was murdered. And she ended up cooking for his killer while he was in jail because she didn't want him to starve. That seems like a tall tale. Maybe it's not real, uh, but I read it in several accounts. What? Yeah. I, why would she, she do that? I don't know. It's weird. Being in the I don't know the circumstances. Altered
0: your mind, baby. I guess oh, so. <laughs>
1: Golly. I know. Um, Eddie had planned an attempt to murder Kiesberg for killing his entire family, but James Reed was able to dissuade him. Wow. I know James Reed of all people. James Reed, I know, he ends up being like an unlikely hero, you know. Who who was banished by yeah. this fellow? Yeah, <laughs> this is crazy. I know. Oh. Um, Keysburg tried to file a defamation a defamation suit against some of the um, rescue party. Are you kidding me? I'm not kidding. <laughs> and but not <laughs> only that, it was in like I think Breen mentions him. In his journal, too. Right. yeah. So, what? Yeah. So, he was awarded $1 no. and made to pay all of his court costs. I'm, I'm like, so I hope funny. that guy got what was coming to him. Um, there's a statue at the, there's a Donner Memorial State Park, and there's a statue of a family kind of, like, struggling through, it looks like they're struggling through a blizzard. You can't, it's bronze, so you can't yeah. see a blizzard, but they're, like, trying to surge forward. And it sits atop a 22-foot pedestal as a reminder of that's how high the snow was. Gosh. Isn't that unbelievable? And for most accounts, the sentiment at the time was that people just felt awful for the families. Yeah. And they didn't really blame the people for resorting to what they... Other than, obviously, murdering, you know, Kiesberg. Yeah. But... Or, um, you know, his decisions were atrocious and people he i will say he lived out he ended up becoming a total recluse because everybody hated him and he couldn't even leave his door without being sneered at and cursed by people yeah and i'm like you earned that sorry yeah but everybody else in the donner party that survived um people did not think poorly of i mean i think now it's so easy for us to be like Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. But I think people understand the people there that they, have made they it, went through they that know journey. they yeah. know that exactly.
0: Yeah. So they know how hard it is and mm-hmm. then let alone with all the snow and everything. So Yeah. Yeah. Dang.
1: <laughs> Ooh. So ugh. that is the harrowing story of the Donner Reed Party. And um, one of the books that I read is called The Best Land Under Heaven by Michael Wallace. He's a historian. So there's tons of material out there for this story. I mean, it's very well known. Um, But I really liked reading his book. This is the second book I've read about the Donner expedition and his was very, I appreciated hearing it from a historian's point of view. Yeah. Instead of someone's probably biased.
0: Yeah. They kind of put their spin on it. Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. Whereas or they're going to, like, over, de- you know, yeah. give you deets that you're, like, okay. Yeah, but his his was just a very, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: it was also a really fascinating read. So it wasn't one of those, like, documentaries where you're, like, oh, my gosh. Yeah. Like, it's so boring. Like, it was very fascinating and really just makes your heart hurt for the everybody involved. Yeah.
0: Yeah, my whole my like, you know, that feeling when it's like the squeezing yeah. on your heart and it's like
1: it's very distressing
0: I know. tale. I've I i can not believe I haven't heard like the actual story it's, of this.
1: Yeah, it's like you hear about it, yeah. You know the name. Yeah. You know, but, but yeah, just to like I can't, the I can't struggle. Even imagine. Yeah. It's incredible. I did ask <laughs> I won't say who, but I asked one of my family members, I was like, Do you think you could it was out of the blue too. Um, do you think you could ever Eat a person to survive, and immediately their response was, "Oh yeah." I was like, "Okay, I'm a little uncomfortable with how fast you said yes to that." But
0: all right, I'd like (laughs) to think that I would never. I would be like the Native Americans and not ever do that. Yeah, but. I guess you don't know
1: until you know. I would definitely... I'm just going to say I would never. But there's also like
0: 75 other things I wouldn't have done on this journey either. So, (laughs) I mean... Like going
1: on it to begin with. Going
0: on it to begin with. Choosing a weird path that Mm -hmm. nobody
1: knows about. Um, That part. Okay, if you're following a breadcrumb trail of notes left by the guy... That's supposed to take you across. Here's, not a here's great your sign.
0: red flag, okay? <laughs>
1: not <laughs> like, a great sign. That's so oh. terrible,
0: gosh. It's like, oh, it's so heartbreaking. I so know. many lives lost. I
1: know. For what? And, and so much trauma and tragedy.
0: I know. Like, all those kids, I can't even imagine. Like, I don't know. You I think know, about like the children. oh I don't know how that plays out today, but like the descendants even must have some serious trauma
1: in their lives. You know, the youngest survivor was one years old when she survived. That's insane. And I think she passed away in 1935. Wow.
0: But just ugh. imagine like you're living your life, having gone through that. I, I, can't, I can't imagine like how do you carry on after I don't that? Know. It's insane. It's
1: awful. So that's all I got for you. I know <laughs> that's all. <laughs> Ooh. I know. So sum it up. Woof, <laughs> woof is right. <laughs> to sum it up, woof woof. I don't
0: know how to handle my emotions about this situation. So. It's a lot
1: to think on. It really is. It's a truly. But the organ tasty. donor thing. When I thought of that this morning, it really gave me a lot of like,
0: huh. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, like it's yeah. Like we said before, it's like truly a a body that
1: doesn't need it anymore. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. It's so, it's just, I don't want to have to ever think of this again. Yeah. So I'm glad it's over. (laughs) Out of my brain.
0: Now y'all got to deal with (laughs) it. Oh Oh my gosh. Wow yeah well Well, thanks for listening i guess we hope (laughs) you'll still listen
1: next week and that this didn't throw you completely off our track it'll be it won't be so gruesome probably Mm, probably not probably i don't
0: know that that you could get any more gruesome than this honestly that's why i didn't do details yeah
1: there's details out there but i I yeah
0: nobody needs those details that's so unnecessary like that's ridiculous i'm sorry that's whoever wrote those you got a problem okay (laughs)
1: you suck dude yeah
0: that guy's a weirdo what is what's the what's the use of money at that point really
1: and i don't you know what i mean gosh i know he's
0: like hoarding like it almost seems like he was like stealing the money or something
1: well you can find us anywhere you listen (laughs) to podcasts if you'd like to support our podcast you can see us at patreon.com and um you can also support us become a supporter through spotify Mm -hmm. on on
0: patreon we have bonus episodes as well depending on what tier you pick so we've been working hard at those and those are pretty fun they're a little bit different format but if you're curious or you want more check that out yeah Uh, and that's it that's it all right see you guys later see you next week hopefully (laughs) bye -bye.